Bucks hat. So here's here's a question for the group. Uh-huh. Real serious, real serious stuff here. Um, do you? Well, what is your opinion on dipping just plain ass normal potato chips in ketchup as a dipping sauce? Ooh, that's fucked up in my head. That's that's uh, okay. So, but you dip French fries in ketchup. Ooh, I see where this is going. Because I, I think it, when I was a kid, I, I love that shit. And I was and I was doing it at work the other day, and the guy's like, "That's fucking." And it was so funny because he's like, "That's fucking disgusting." I'm like, do you dip your fries in ketchup? And he walks away going. Oh, like I'd really shifted, <laughs> shifted some light view for him. <laughs> but Paradigms are shifting like, here. Everyone has the same reaction. Like, that's disgusting. Do you dip your fries in ketchup? Hmm. With fries, there's a good ratio. Yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say. There, there's an art to it. It's yeah. not, you know, I'm not just like scooping a huge thing of ketchup up. That's disgusting. Yeah. I think ketchup is a, is a condiment that's like, first of all, at its at its heart, it's garbage. But shut your whore mouth but it but it it adds such a nice little uh panache to so many things that you're like hey is a french fry good yeah a little dab of ketchup yeah it's still great but like rachel's brother he would walk out with just like this giant plate full of ketchup and use just any just a little bit large amounts is disgusting i was at costco yesterday looking to start a fight with an old lady over some toilet paper um but didn't i did get some toilet paper i didn't find an old lady i got 30 rolls two for 20 no deals um but uh fucking uh you walk by those like giant gallon jars of mayonnaise and it just turns my stomach for some reason, but I like mayonnaise. Same thing with like mustard or whatever. The only thing that excites me is the, is like a six gallon drum of a one sauce. If I could get that Ooh. in a big oil barrel size, that would be. Yeah. The, uh, the, um, they'll gripple size of steak sauce. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I don't like mayonnaise per se, but if you're gonna make a sandwich and put a little bit of mayonnaise on on yep. the bread, I'm fine with that. It's just people, people who like, put gobs of mayonnaise yeah. on French fries bother me. The worst thing I'll ever I'll ever remember seeing was this kid in my lunchroom in middle school who would cover his pizzas in mayonnaise. Ooh, mm. that's not good. He's probably in jail. That ain't right. Well, but we've all seen people that have like really weird um, drink re- drink like recipes like. We went on. I went to uh, with a buddy, Nia, like one of his friends from grade school was like he was. I think he was had like an honest to God drinking problem. Like it wasn't any funny. It wasn't something like haha Woods drinks a lot kind of thing. It's like he was really trying to get sober after we did this uh, voucher party, and his drink was um, sun kissed and vodka. And like, yeah, I mean, like, that makes sense. I, I mean, I'm, I could force that down. I'm, I wouldn't like pour it out, but like, I'm not going to drink it all day. No, Definitely no, not that's, my drink of yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. Like it, and that's all he wanted. Like, period. I story. mean, like, I can't keep drinking these white Russians unless I get a Lipitor uh, prescription, but mm. but it's not. But, you know, I, I can drink a few of these, and even then, I'm like, okay, I need a fucking beer. Yeah. No, that's good. Remember when dad, uh, years ago, guys, our dad had to have a uh, his uh, blood test done, and the day before, he sat down and ate a block of um, pepper jack cheese, and then was surprised I when his. I do remember that. He was surprised when his cholesterol was high. He's like, man, my cholesterol is really high. I was like, Dad, you sat here and ate a block of pepper jack cheese yesterday. He's like, 
Really? Yeah, I had a physician tell me um, several years ago it's probably best not to have your uh, checkup on Mondays. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I once went, I had to go to uh, get uh, my teeth checked at UK, and I was doing something in a lab. I, it was early in the morning, and then I, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to miss that appointment. So I was like kind of jogged across campus, and I was drinking a uh, energy drink at the time. And so I jogged across campus, and I'm not, not any kind of runner at all. So I got there, and I was a little out of breath. I was like, oh, okay, I made the appointment. And they put me down to do my blood pressure, and she just went, whoa. <laughs> and uh, and I, I didn't know that, like, your blood pressure was a real big thing when you're just getting your teeth scraped. But I guess if they, you know, jab you or something. Yeah, she was like, why don't you sit over there for a minute, and we'll see if we can get this down. I'm like, cool. All right. You guys ready to do this? Sure. Sure. Well, I reckon Bed Bath & Beyond's not an essential store right now. Why do you say that? I just got an email saying that they're closing all their oh, stores. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm more interested by the fact that you get emails from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> yeah, Are you that hey, big man. of a customer? Yeah, yeah. You, you never know when you're going to need a good pillow. Yeah, I was sort of uh, he, about... He, pro he probably tried to get a 25% off coupon down like at some point, and like, every single company that ever has gotten my email has oh, yeah. given me their stamps. But you're like... You're an adult. You have, like, a family and shit. Like, I live in a basement waist deep in my own filth, so Bed Bath & Beyond isn't on, even on any list I've ever looked at to shop for anything. We were, Shay and I were talking before, like, that my dad ran, our dad ran out of a shaving, um, shaving soap. He had a little shaving kit, you know, with a little brush and everything. And he, uh, he was like, man, I ran out, and I was looking at, you know, to replace it. So I looked at Duluth, and I looked at... Um, somewhere else, and, and we were just laughing. I was like, can, I mean, I can't imagine the disposable income that you have to have that your first stop for anything is Duluth Trading Company. I mean, I like their shirts. They sell all like right. $200 shirts, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, that's the kind of thing. Like, I go to Duluth and Cabela's to buy clothing for like the outdoors. I'm like, I'm going to pay $80 for yeah. this shirt because yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy though. two of them, and that's yeah. what I'm wearing for a week and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I can't. That's dad, though. He loves that shit. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's get this going. No more talk of uh, Bed Bath Beyond and, and accoutrements. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Woodscast. I am Justin, talking to you from the greater Chicagoland area. And with me, per the usual, is my brother, Shay. What's going on? How much, man? He's in, Just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hunkered down for the end of days. I'm ready yeah, for he's it. A, he's in the greater Denver area. And um, this is a podcast where two dudes, uh, we were told we're brothers, um, Drink a little bit too much and like to shout into the abyss about the simulation that you noobs call life. And today we got a couple other guys on the podcast with us. Uh, they are going to be from the Bluegrass State. Uh, we got our buddy John. What's going on, John? Hey, glad to be back, even if it's under the circumstances. Yep. And uh, with him, well, I guess not with him because we're not allowed to be with anybody. Also, uh, a friend of the podcast, Gatlin. What's going on? I'm just, just staying six feet away from everybody. Right. Lucky you had your baby before this all went down, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'd have to do if I had to change it right now. <laughs> that baby is just sitting. Just got, got, I got this image of you with like like two of the grippers. Yeah. Like that are, you're just like fucking trying to. There we go. Your kid terrified that some robot is trying to change it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad those things are Velcro. Yeah, I mean, everybody is doing the social, uh, you know, distancing now. Um, podcasts just seem to work. It's funny that we got everybody up on the screen here, and it looks like every um, newscast I've seen today, because yeah. none of them are in the studio. They're all in these like 
quadruple octa, you know, octogenarian, whatever blocks. And they're all coming from their immaculately done up like sunrooms, but whatever. They make money. I, I did. I did see that Ira, uh, Ira Glass was recording uh, stuff that were. Uh, he was like in his closet. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's like a really common thing for podcasts when they're small is they record in their closet under a blanket. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. like a lot of them do that. We have never addressed such issues of quality because we don't care, but we could. Yeah. I, I mean, I've thought about closet. putting like I, I, I'm sitting in a corner and of a of a you know room with hard walls, and I've thought about putting a little some of those little squares over here so that I'm not yeah. echoing back at myself. But again, that's just another yeah. twenty dollars. Yep. But um, no, I think we need the, we uh, need a sponsor so we can do the most basic thing ever. Yeah. Well, actually, if any sponsor we get, we're gonna piss that away on booze. So I don't think it's Bed Bath true. and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Bed Bath and Beyond podcast. Yeah. yeah that'd be great. All right. So we're recording this on Sunday, March twenty second. Uh, we are deep into the uh, you know coronavirus uh, hubbub. I, the I don't even know what day it is anymore. Yeah, kerfuffle. Um, what do we want to do? Okay, so first let's, let's run down the numbers so everybody knows which podcast it is because I do this every goddamn time. Um, I've had a lot. I've had like three beers. I don't know how where everybody else is sitting, but no, I don't think anybody's dead ass sober, right? No. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Mostly through a growler. All right. We're working on it. I've really cut back here in the past <laughs> four well, or five months. In the last so. two days, I've been up to like 2.30 yeah. drinking, and it's just, just, you know, it's one more show, one more show, and then I'm fucked the next day. But, uh, okay, we are in the 1,157th day of the Trump administration. Uh, it's been 649 days since Trump took all of North Korea's nukes. That's totally not uh, an issue anymore. Although he offered to help him with the coronavirus, so that's that's cool. Um, uh, Trump was impeached 95 days ago, and he was acquitted just 45 days ago. I can't. I, I wrote that down, and I was kind of like dumbstruck. Like it's only been 45 days since Trump got acquitted. Um, and. 200, uh, 226 days until the uh, the election that we, um, I guess, are still going to have. And um, we've got uh, COVID-19 was declared a pandemic 11 days ago. And here we all are huddling in place on the interwebs so we can drink and, and be merry. As long as the liquor stores stay hour. open and the dispensaries stay open, I'm okay with it. Okay. I have a question. Uh, you know, this is, I know in, I know in here in Illinois, um, uh, grocery stores are allowed to sell liquor and wine. In Kentucky, doesn't it have to be a liquor store? Well, they can have a liquor store. It has to have a separate uh, entrance. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, yep. Okay, I remember that. So, like, Kroger has a liquor store. Uh, it's just uh, Meyer has its own liquor store. Costco has its own they're liquor store. They're just in store. a separate room. You just gotta they're literally, the room. There's, there's a door right next to the, basically, the main door. All right, so, cool. Yeah. It's all good. You can't and you can't like go inside the liquor store and cross over to the uh, grocery store to get go outside because Colorado's like right. that too. Except here, it's only one store per chain can do it in that county. I think hmm. so. Like, there's only one Costco with a liquor store in Boulder County, and I'm not sure how it works, but it's real weird. Um, but there's multiple. The Whole Foods has a liquor store. There's I I will be able to get liquor as long as you know. That's, that's what I'm worried about. Like, realistically, yeah. well, I don't think they – because if you, you tell me I can't leave my house, but you're also shutting down the liquor stores, I'm going to start riots. Right. They've got Apparently. it set up right now where the bars in Lexington right. you can buy uh, bottles of liquor from them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, uh, yeah, pretty much all booze can be delivered by a restaurant or bar as long as you buy food. Yeah. 
I did go pick up a growler at uh, a Mr. Brews uh, today. I'd like a side of fries and four bottles of Jameson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did get a burger and some fries. So it's, yeah. it's all good. We had our local brewery um, here, uh, Elder Brewery, is the one we go to a lot. They just got a guy that they came in, excuse me, and bought five uh, growlers for the next five um, healthcare workers that came in. So, like, they put a post nice. out and they're like, hey, if you're a doctor or a nurse, um, come on down to Elder Brewing and we got a growler waiting for you. And that's sweet. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So polling, um, this is kind of like, we usually run down the, the three polls that are aggregates. Um, those really haven't gone anywhere. They've gone a little bit down since Trump was acquitted. I think last time Shane and I talked about it, Trump had gotten a nice little bump from being acquitted. And, um, basically I think the Republicans walked around and said, ha ha, we told you, but, um, he was like highest he got was 46 in the Gallup. And, but he's right back down to 44. So it's negative six in Gallup, 538 has him at negative 9.9. And then your real clear politics, the one that skews a little bit more Republican, they're at a negative 7.7. So he's, you know, he's underwater still. I have to imagine that can only get worse from here on out. Um, Cause he's, he's, uh, I don't say he's, I don't want to say he's like making this worse, but he sure as fuck not making it better. Um, so, all right. The big, the big, the big story here is the COVID-19, the reason we're all sitting in our houses when we can't go to, you know, you go to work or anything. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm shut out of the lab until like April 6th. Yeah, uh, Katie actually just got called into the hospital. Oh uh, yeah. Well, Rachel's been called in and they, they're, they're going to make a new floor on her um, hospital for just COVID-19 patients. But um, so it's not a hoax. It's an actual disease. It's uh, infection, infecting actual people. Um, I know I said this last time, but it bears repeating that it is not a man-made race-specific bioweapon that was um, patented by Bill Gates in 2012, sold to China in 2015 by Obama, and released to bring down the global economy to hurt Trump's re-election chances because they lost Trump's trade war, and they have all admitted that. That would be Alex Jones's take on the um, current kerfuffle. But uh, um, yeah, like like the current numbers are not good. Uh, let's see what we can do with with the USA. We got thirty two thousand cases, four hundred sixteen deaths, and one hundred seventy eight people have gotten the um, virus and recovered. Um, that means that we don't really know how many people will die. the The death rate of like cases that have finished out. I was talking to a buddy of mine today. He was like, he was like, um, open cases and closed cases. Like, if they die, isn't that case closed? He's like, yeah, yeah, but they they add in all the people who currently have the sickness but haven't died yet. So the difference is, is if you only take the people who have gotten it and uh, recovered or not recovered, then the death death is rate is right about twelve percent. If you add in everybody who has the virus right now, death rate is about five percent. Yeah, I suggest uh, if you haven't checked it out, there's a site. It's like one point three acres. It's like a bunch of uh, Chinese immigrants are running this site that like they're aggregating data like real time. It's pretty badass. Um, I was checking. Um, you can break it down by state and you can look at each state's curve and all that stuff. So I'm looking at World Meters Info. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. That one's actually this one. Uh, we're up to thirty three thousand six hundred twenty three confirmed yeah. cases. So, but yeah, yeah, like I don't think there's a good way of figuring out the number of recovered. 
because they still have there's only 178 people that have recovered right yeah like everybody has it and and what's the last thing i heard you're gonna have it you're gonna be symptomatic for 14 days or you you should be quarantined for 14 days if you've been exposed to it so that the the disease can well, pass. And, you know? and i don't think they actually record that as official statistic at the end of the day it's like oh that person is officially recovered you're a statistic if you die yeah but. yeah yeah um I mean, when this first started, I know they were they were interviewing people on on like MSNBC and CNN, and they were like talking to them through Skype, through Zoom about how uh, um, they hadn't tested, hadn't had any more symptoms anymore, but they've got to test negative three times for three different days or something like that. What's up, Katie? And uh, uh, you know, they've got to uh, you know test negative several times but you know i don't know we'll, we'll get there like none of us are medical doctors um it's uh just it's it's a ongoing crisis we what are we we're, we we've been told we're 10 to 14 days behind italy and that's a shit show so yeah that's not gonna be good but uh right now i don't know about you guys but illinois uh, illinois is in a state of you know state stay-at-home order i know ohio just got issued one of those new york's on it california's on it um, a lot of people are just told to stay the fuck home don't go to spring break like dicks. I mean, I, I don't doubt for a minute that Kentucky's going to be doing it here soon. Yeah. Steve's year been in knocking out of the park from when I can read on the face of spaces in the my books. Uh, Jared Polis has been <clears throat> doing a really good. Uh, I just he's he cracks me up sometimes because there's this thing floating around and I looked into it. It's real and, and like there's people posting on the on his Facebook like so what are you going to do to help us? You're shutting down the entire economy because of this disease and his only response is because if everybody dies there is no economy. Stay home, please. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> I was like that's amazing. Well, that's pretty straightforward. I saw there's there, there's actually some uh, article. I think BBC had one. There's a few other outlets that are. Um, actually estimating that there's thousands upon thousands of lives saved just from the reduction of pollution. Oh yeah, yeah. Over the past <laughs> month, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's pictures of. Um, I know in China, and once they told everybody to stay the fucking doors, and, and places like uh, California, like there's you know all these <clears throat> pictures of just wildlife just walking around. Like, do, 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 just fucking you know, deer downtown. Dude, I, I've is... I've played Last of Us. I know how quickly that shit comes back. <laughs> Yeah, I think there there's actually like a possibility that like once everything goes back to normal, the pollution will spike insanely. Oh yeah, it'll be, it'll be horrible. It'll be um, absolutely horrible. That is uh, one of the other issues that I found out that if, and I, I need to look into it more. But like in states like Colorado that have tons of national parks that bring in a lot of people, they may start even locking it down and saying like, "All right, you're not allowed." Like they're not going to shut the park down, but they're saying like, "You got to have a Colorado state ID to get in." Um, or if you don't have a state ID and you'd be able to prove that you live here because they're trying to be like, hey, they're trying to stop all the people from uh, uh, crossing state lines. Right, go, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and on those crowded trails, you don't get – like once you get into the backcountry, sure, but like the trailhead, the parking lot, it's, it's, it's shoulder to shoulder sometimes as you're passing people on the trail. So it actually yeah, does the opposite good. of what people think. Yeah, so that would be – that's like one of those weird like – you know, for me, I'm in a position where I can do my job from home. So – more or less, my life my life has actually gotten a little easier because of all this. But uh, that's one of the things where I was like, man, if you're telling me all summer I'm only I'm, I'm going to have half the number of people in my state parks, then I'm definitely going to get out there. That's going to be great. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm like I said, I am. Uh, I uh, work at Argonne National Laboratory as a uh, graduate assistant. Finished up my PhD. Nerd. And, yeah, and like I have a couple experiments I would like to write, and then finish up my thesis. And I like I can sit at home and write the boring parts of the thesis. That's not a problem. But like eventually, I'm going to need to turn a machine on and take data. And um, yeah, I can't do that with uh, a stay-at-home order. But yeah, I'm I'm working from home for at least the foreseeable future, um, and then starting tomorrow, I also have my kids at home, so that's gonna co-work. That's gonna be the kicker, I believe. Yep. yep. So the all next time, the last just... next time we speak, I may have lost my mind. Yeah, all those people were saying the teachers are just uh, glorified babysitters, are now saying that they can have all the monies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Ah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, so how many uh, – Colorado has 591 cases. I, I was just wondering what the specific with – okay, yeah, 58 hospitalized, 29 Oh, well, West Virginia didn't have any cases for the longest time because they didn't test anybody. <laughs> That's yeah, true. They, the first person they uh, that actually tested positive, they I think they lost his test. Yeah, like, yeah I heard times. that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he requested a test and he's like, yeah, you're positive. I'm like, cool, I can't see his, the paperwork. Like, his wife had gone. to contact uh, Joe Manchin's office and they got to the bottom of it, I, I believe. But, you know, shit's going sideways when, I mean, well, like the Vatican canceled Easter services. So like, you know, shit's gone south when even the Catholic Church is like, well, lols, Jesus is going to stay dead this year. Sorry. Well, apparently there's some shithead pastors still in Kentucky that are that had services today, even though the governor pretty much said you cannot have any public gatherings whatsoever. Oh, it's yeah. going to continue to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I read an article earlier that the um, head of Hobby Lobby, um, whatever that dickbag's name is, um, he is not closing Hobby Lobbies. He's a, like a evangelical Christian. But he's not closing Hobby Lobbies because his wife had a vision from God that, that they'll get through this. That sounds well, about right. Kentucky said they are now closing all non-essential retail locations, so I'm curious how that's going to play out for him here. Well, he'll just he'll just say he'll rebuke it with the power of Jesus. Yeah, probably. I'm sure he'll take it to Supreme Court. What is this guy's name? I hate to say something about saying David Green. That's his name. Told, us, told, told reporters that his wife had had a, a vision from God and that they were going to get through this. It doesn't matter how many of those uh, of your workers die from having to touch uh, stuff with uh, you know, the, uh, the um, general populace, but, you know, right. that, we, that? we are going to get through this. There, yeah, there, what, what's that line from uh, Shrek? Die. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of you are going to die, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know? Fucking shit. But, um, yeah, it's just insane. But that, it's, I mean. That was from Shrek? Yeah, there's a line in Shrek where like uh, I just uh, watched Lord, it last night. I mean, uh, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know if it's the first one or the second one, but Lord Farquaad says like a lot of you are gonna die, and I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a good one. I just know parfait might be the most delicious goddamn thing on the planet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so the person in charge of this is our fearless leader. Donald J. Trump, and he is doing a bang-up job, uh, so much so that every time he does a press conference, the excuse me, the administration or the FDA has to immediately correct the, the gibberish he just said. Um, when he finally declared a national emergency about this, um, 
couple uh, several weeks after it was clear there was a problem, um, and several weeks after he had done what he thought would fix it, which was the travel ban from China, he uh, like immediately after that sit down declaration. Have you guys seen the extra footage of that, by the way? No, I'm not going to try to play it for you because anytime we try to do that, it fucks it all up. But but like after they said cut, we're clear. He was like, oh okay, now like he just really was like not into it. Like he didn't really give a shit. He knew it was a kind of a bad thing. Um, but right after he did that, the administration had to come out and correct three things he said. And then he went out to say that, you know, we saw the one where he was at the CDC and he's like, listen, the test, the tests are beautiful. They're perfect. They're like the phone call. They're like the transcript. Maybe not that perfect, but perfect. And then everybody's like, he's like, if you want a test, you can get a test. That's all of that horseshit. Um, and so they asked Dr. Fauci, apparently Dr. Fauci has to go out and correct him like just daily. And he had a great quote. says, I don't want to embarrass him. This is Dr. Fauci talking about Donald Trump. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to act like a tough guy, like I stood up to the president. But I want to get the facts out there. And instead of saying, uh, you're wrong, all you need to do is continually talk about what the data what the data are and what the evidence is. Like, awesome. Well, to his defense, if he, get, if, like, he gets fired in that job, who knows who will be the next schmuck that gets that I'll put job. Stephen Miller up for it. <laughs> Well, apparently Jerry Kushner is really coming along on this thing. Oh, God damn and... it. <laughs> he, gave, he gave Jared Kushner a list of 14 things to do when he took office. And I think Jared Kushner has done like a third of one thing. Like he he did come up with a, a piece of the Middle East plan that basically says, hey, Palestine, we're going to take all your shit and blow up the rest of it. And you should be good with that. And uh, it's so he's so, such a dead shit. Whatever. Um. Did you guys see the video of Trump falling asleep on Friday? Yes. yes. I read about it, but I haven't watched it. It's it's oh. pretty solid. Like as somebody who's fallen asleep in a lot of meetings, that was <laughs> that was a dude falling asleep in a meeting. I was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got like you got the like I'm looking down at my paper, you got the eyes slowly closed, and then you got the head kind of looking up like, oh fuck, what happened? You know? <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget one time uh in high school. I felt, you know, I had my hand, like, I was, I was sitting upright with my ha- face resting on my hands, and I fell asleep, and then slid through my hands, and just slammed my face on the desk, and then, wham! You know, you wake oh. up, and everyone in the oh, room, oh, yeah, you know, you're like, hey, guys, how's it going, dudes? I was in a literature class in college, um, and uh, I was in the back corner, and I was against the wall, and I had my head against the wall and like lean back. And it's that perfect angle where if you fall asleep, you're just going to snore. And of course, I snore anyway. So apparently, for a good 25 minutes during this class, I was just in the back, just going. <laughs> <laughs> and like the and like a friend of mine was like a seat away, and like I woke up and was like I like you know snorted myself awake like you do on yeah, an yeah, airplane yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> and like I look around and like. Two or three people turned to look at me, and I looked at my buddy. He's like, how long was that snoring? He's like, oh, like 20 minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> you fucking stuff. wake me up. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. But everybody's done that. But uh, we didn't do it during a global pandemic. So uh, when we were the president of the United States. Um, but, yeah, this is just like, I don't know. You, I, I don't want to, like, throw a lot of shit at Trump because he, we know he wasn't going to handle this well. No well, to his defense, this he did give this to Mike Pence. So... <laughs> That Shit went is well. on lock. Yeah, he was like, "Mother, mother, I have a job. I have a job." And the funniest now. thing is, like, I've hardly heard, I've hardly heard Mike Pence speak a word about what he is doing for all this. Can we agree that both of them have actually done a stand-up job, considering what we expected them to do? I would agree with that. I would agree yeah. that once. I would agree with that once Trump admitted that there was a problem and started doing what the government should do. 
it's picked up and there was i think there was a um a poll that in the last couple of weeks like in the last seven days literally trump's approval rating like jumped five points on like how he was handling the the you know coronavirus epidemic and i was like i was like cool like people a bunch of republicans sent me that they're like see look at that fucking liberal like no i totally get it because last week he says it wasn't even a thing this week we're actually doing stuff so of course he would get i'm still pretty down on it because he's still telling basically governors that that they need to figure out how to take care of things themselves particularly with the like ppe and different things where he's not even trying to you know scrounge around uh, medical equipment. I think Gatlin's point is good because, like, the administration is doing a better job than we would expect, considering the absolute you know cronies that we have in in every level of the administration. Like, there's so many people that are just acting asshat, acting this or that because you know nothing gets approved. No, he doesn't pick anybody for anything. But um, the uh, the next point on my little outline here was that like. Uh, Donald Trump is currently apparently very furious with um, Governor Cuomo. I don't know which Cuomo. There's one on the news and there's the governor. I don't really care. Yeah, I forget uh, which one's which. Yeah. But so the New York governor, Governor Cuomo, he's been doing these sit down, very straightforward. Like, here's the problem. Here's the threat. Here's what we're going to do to minimize the threat. If we can strangle this virus um, from transmission from person to person with, you know, social distancing, we could flatten the curve and all that great shit. If somebody doesn't release a rap album next year called Flatten the Curve, then they missed out. But whatever. Um, like, apparently Trump is very pissed off about that because Governor Cuomo is getting a lot of attention and his press briefings and, and you know things that he does daily actually make sense. Whereas Trump says some just gibberish that has to be corrected immediately after he stops talking. Um, I was just waiting in line at the store before we started this podcast and, you know, I'm out of booze. Um, and, uh, I looked at my phone and Axios had a story about how, like when Trump started his press conference this evening, uh, futures for the stock market tomorrow just plummeted. Like people listen to this guy talking like, well, we're fucked because he, it's not, it's not that he's helping out. He's, it's misinformation for the most part. He's talking right. about two drugs that, um, he says will completely eradicate the coronavirus and the FDA, FDA is like, Hey, we, we're looking into it. We have no evidence that that's the case. If actually and, there's evidence showing that they can kill people right, uh, right. from heart arrhythmias. And those two the two drugs, I think one of them's for lupus and one of them's for one's like an antiviral for like malaria. Malaria, thank you. Yeah. And uh like these these drugs are in uh in high demand in some of the less developed countries in, in Africa and when Donald Trump said that, they just disappeared from the markets. So these people in Africa are like we're fucked now because we don't have these malaria drugs. So like the things he says, which we know he doesn't pay attention to or think about, have real-world consequences, and we're seeing that in, in you know, real time here. And it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, and actually on Friday, like, I didn't watch the show. I, I, saw, the, I saw the report of it, and it was, uh, you know, a little blurb on, on, you know, on the internets. But Rachel Maddow basically had, like, a 10-minute little spiel shoot where she, the, if you boil it down, was like, we should stop airing the president's briefings on the coronavirus because they're not helping they're they're actually just spreading misinformation and you know you could record it and you can play it later but like airing them live as if they're like a breaking news outlet is just not helpful and i thought that was hilarious and if they ever did that oh my god donald trump would throw such a hissy fit on twitter it would be epic it would be like i don't know john mccain shot down his health care bureau or something yeah mate the one I guess he had on Friday, like he ended up throwing like a temper tantrum on 
Uh, I think it's Peter Alexander, I believe. Is that yes. his name? MSNBC. He actually threw him, and he actually said, I threw him a softball. It was kind of one of those, like, what can you tell the American people to make them feel better? Like yeah, That was a fireside just say question. Just say something, and yeah. don't be an asshole. And he managed to be a giant asshole. <laughs> it really shouldn't surprise us. Yeah, that's his default speed, though. Yeah, yeah. True. His- his deep well like i i shared the um i shared the uh um article i believe it was cnn that said uh yesterday sometime yesterday afternoon donald trump at the, one of these press briefings said that like hey we're just throwing away these masks as you know it's like uh as a person in 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 business you know you don't you don't throw away assets you know you should clean them and reuse them and we have good liquids like, for that yeah we it, it, that was the exact quote he's like we have good liquids for that like what, <laughs> what does that person, even mean yeah what fucking person oh. talks like that hold on i'm sure i can find the, the direct quote here in just a second yeah that's good naughty. liquids for cleaning the mask it's what he, yeah yeah okay so here we go so yeah, this is literally trump. what he said this is this is donald trump talking about how we shouldn't throw away the masks and you know first of all i mean because the masks are in shortage like the um, FEMA director just said that yeah we we got we're gonna have millions of masks eighteen months from now he he neglected to say that but so Donald Trump was talking yesterday so that, that was Saturday the twenty first he says I have to tell you the th- I'm gonna read this word for word because when you hear Donald Trump with his bravado you kind of like step over all of his stupid ass you know diction and the way he constructs sentences but I'm gonna read this word for word. I have to tell you, the throwing away of the masks, being in private business, the throwing away of the masks, right away, they're throwing it away. We have very good liquids for doing this, sanitizing the masks, and that's that's something we're starting to do more and more. They're sanitizing the masks. Huh. That is the leader of the free world, and I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't let him watch my cactus when I, for the time it takes to go check the mail. That is, an, that's amazing. Um, so, of course, I talked to my uh, um, RN wife, and I'm like, Rachel, flat out, how many people would get um, infected doing that job? Like, how many people would you infect cleaning the masks from other people? She's like, oh, a bunch of them. Like, like, <laughs> oh, a bunch of them. It was just Friday. Uh, Katie, for the first time ever, had to check out a mask. Well, and I think a lot of them are. And give it back. They're using a mask all no, day. You had to just actually check it out. Like, had to write your name down saying you got this mask. Oh, yeah. So that they could prove that they had given her but, proper equipment. Well, yeah. before before all this uh, went down, probably two months ago, there were, I think, a lot of employees that were just basically st- constantly stealing PPE <laughs> uh, yeah. at UK. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I had the same thought. I was like, uh, Rachel was like, oh, man, this everything's going. I don't know what to do. I was like, well, you know, when I get back to the lab, I'll steal some toilet paper. And we got masks in the lab. You know. It's kind of like they eventually said, hey, maybe we should have these nurses who give out drugs, you know, keep track of uh, mm-hmm. when they're giving people drugs. Well, Rachel said, uh, Rachel said um, that, you know, like at uh, her hospital. All of the masks and gloves and all that kind of shit was just, you know, underneath the um, the little computer that they record all the giving out of the narcotics. And uh, that stuff's locked up now because people <laughs> yeah. just kept taking it. As it should be now. Uh, I mean, with what's going on, I mean, like, Katie's sole job is going in and out of operating rooms. I mean, you have to have a sterile mask each time you go in. Oh, yeah. It's not like, hey, I'm going into this surgery. 
I'm going to keep the same mask to go into the next surgery. Oh, this one's just a foot surgery. It'll be okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. That's not how you do it. And I mean, it's, it's not comical. It's sad. Like I work in a field where I stocked these masks that everybody's looking for, like would have hundreds of them in a store Mm -hmm. within the first two days of this stuff going down. I was sold out. I mean, and it's not like I could say, hey, what are you buying this mask for? Yeah. What's, what's your reasoning for needing this mask? I can't deny somebody the mask. Yeah. I, I think I saw kind of uh, memes from Sherman Williams for like the exact same thing. Like a lot of those N95 masks you can buy at a paint store for fumes and stuff. And they're like, sorry, everybody. No masks. But like you can't stop somebody be like, are you really going to paint your living room? Are and that's really the thing. Gonna... Like we, we stocked yeah. ours for, you know, big, big customers, big companies <laughs> yeah. that we supplied them for. And now they're needing them for production of what they're doing. And can't, yeah. which granted they're all shutting down now anyway. So yeah, I was going to say old Joe, the plumber or whatever his name was that, uh, made it popular a number of years ago. He's probably like sitting on like, 300 masks somewhere in his garage and he's probably not going to leave his house for the next two months. I hope so. He, you know, that guy's a dick. And, and, and then let's let's remember this. <clears throat> the masks don't really keep you from getting sick. They keep you from getting other people sick if you cough. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, a, like, like going out and walking around in public with a mask on isn't going to... Because like my favorite thing is I see people at the grocery store that have gloves and a mask on and then they're like rubbing their eyes yeah where's, where's their, picking their nose at? like yeah. get the yeah. fuck out of here dude. I, I saw a dude who he he literally only went to the liquor store today and had the mask on i was like dude maybe you don't need to go to the liquor store if you're yeah katie and concerned. i were at uh, at the kroger gas station just earlier we uh went out for a walk and then we went to kroger and i had to get some gas and we were sitting there and she said that van that just pulled up look at him and as soon as all the doors open on the van five guys get out and all five of them have a mask on so it's weird. Well, it's well, it's like like, like you said, Shay. I, I see these people with gloves and masks on, and one of the one of the guys on one of the guys I'm friends with on Facebook, he uh, he he uh, had to go to the gym, so he went to the gym. He went to Planet Fitness of all fucking places with a mask and, and gloves on. And Rachel's like, well, "What was that about?" I was like, "Yeah, because like the gloves don't make it. You know, the gloves don't kill coronavirus. Touch the coronavirus with your glove, then put that gloved hand right in your eyeball, and there we go. That's all we're yeah. doing here." And um, I'll do you guys one better. Was at Walmart. Was going on my. Uh, um, do you one better? Uh, I was at Walmart. Saw a guy with the the N95 mask on. You know the, the shit that's worth its weight in gold at this point. Uh, had a giant beard on. The mask could barely fit on his face because of the giant beard. Like I know the what is it? The CDC recommends you shave your beard. Okay, great. Um, John shaved his. Yeah, John yeah. shaved his uh, at birth, and. Um, but uh, this guy like had the mask on, and then he walked outside and took it off to smoke. Nice. I was like, "What the fuck are we doing here, buddy?" I wanted to cough on him on purpose, just like cough right in his eyes, <laughs> just cough yeah. on his cigarette. Yeah, yeah, just like really fucking give him a good spray. But oh god, people are crazy. Yeah, we we drove through uh, Shillitoe Park today, and there there are probably twenty people playing basketball. Definitely not practicing social distancing. Not good. Yeah. That was 10 on one end and 10 on the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's how it worked. Yeah. The tennis um, players, though, there were there were people playing tennis, but they they were actually practicing good social distancing. So that'll work. That'll work. I can't call them out. Just too leave much. the fucking ball where it is. You, you know, play you tennis know. with me, you're always doing social distancing because <laughs> you never know where that ball's going to end up at. All right. So the next thing I talked about on Facebook and got got um, quite a bit of blowback, and actually John John here was a part of it. I've been spending too much time on Facebook. I pretty, uh, it's, it's it's what you yeah. do when you're stuck in the house all day long. Yeah, but paint um, a picture, man. Yeah. <laughs> paint a picture, picture, man. <laughs> I'm into it. Hell yeah. <laughs> do something um, great, you piece of shit. Honestly, I, I'll tell you guys, I'm making soap. So there nice. Oh. All right, yeah. Tyler Durden up in the house. Fuck yeah, man. Um, but uh, so the stock market took a pounding on Friday. And the reason I pay attention to this is is for the reason that a lot of you know already I pay attention to this is because um, Donald Trump takes every opportunity he can ever have to uh, take credit for all of the records that the stock market had hit since he took over on January 17th. So just uh, just for everybody's, you know, if you're uh, following at home and have a, have your calculator out, um, the Dow closed on Friday, uh, March 20th. This past Friday at nineteen thousand one hundred and seventy-three point nine eight. When Donald Trump was inaugurated on January seventeenth, two thousand seventeen, that Friday was also the twentieth, January twentieth. It's a constitutional thing; we always do it that day. Um, the Dow closed at nineteen thousand eight hundred twenty-seven point two five. So that means right now Donald Trump is negative six hundred fifty-three and change on his entire presidency of the stock market. Um, now, is it fair to? Uh, throw that at his feet because there's a global pandemic uh not really but since he's going to take credit for every record you got to take credit for the downturns like that's just how that logic works so i shared that on facebook and i was told to shut the fuck up and basically uh lay off the president and i should basically you know just rally behind the leader and i was like but i didn't say anything wrong like i said the truth and you guys are just butthurt about it and um but uh, so right, as it stands right now, um, I was—I mean, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm a nerd. Shay, Shay will back me up on this. I—I uh, I do the numbers. So Donald uh, Donald Trump is currently negative uh, about three point three percent for his entire presidency in the stock market, and Barack Obama is plus one hundred and forty-nine percent of the stock market. I do think of as of all the terrible things and all the failures he's had in his presidency. As of today, that's probably the thing that probably haunts him the most. Oh, no, he's pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's pissed about it. But it's like, it's one of those things, it's like, it's 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 just right there. And every, like, every time I share that information, people get so mad. They're like, why do you always have to bust on the president? We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's like, do you guys remember, like, the same people that tell me that lost their shit when Barack Obama wore a tan suit one spring. You know? That, that is, yeah. I do remember. That those were dark times. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like they don't remember that they hated everything about Barack Obama. And if I point out, if I in all I'm doing, albeit in vain, is trying to hold the sitting POTUS of the United States of America. That's redundant. Sorry, but the sitting POTUS, President of the United States, the President of the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, all I'm trying to do in vain is hold the sitting president to his own fucking words and. That's just not allowed because I huh. guess we all know that anything the president says is complete horseshit. It's, it's just complete it's, horseshit. It's pointless at this point. I mean, it, it was when it when he was elected. I mean, it, 
I will I, I will say this is one of the times where the the movement of the, not necessarily where it exactly is, but where the stock market actually goes is indicative of actually how the economy is going. Because um, generally speaking, it's been going up for a number of years, and there's still plenty of people who, you know, are not doing any better. Um, in this sense, um, our economy is going to be a fucking mess. So it's only right that the stock market actually falls for once. Yeah, that was one of the points that um, well, uh, somebody made on the uh, Facebook page uh, post that I made. Um, John, you were involved in that too. The the guy that was commenting, I don't want to name him here, but like uh, he's very good about changing the subject. And so I posted this about the stock market, and he was like, "Well, we should blame China." I was like, well, nobody oh, was fucking talking he, about China." He decided to really just talk about China when I was not yeah. talking about fucking China. Yeah, yeah, we really wasn't talking about China. His other thing is like, whenever you talk about how shitty Trump is, he's like, "Well, the Mueller report didn't come up with anything." I'm like, "Who the fuck was talking about the Mueller report right now?" Like, okay, stay on. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and so I don't know, I think I know who you're talking about. It's funny that the the two of you, all I have to say is he changes the subject, and they're like, "Oh, I know that that guy." Um, but uh, yeah, so like he he was you know changed the subject, didn't like it at all. But that's the thing is like the economy. One of the points he made was that you know the unemployment is going to be worse, and he's exactly correct. The unemployment Damn. numbers are going to be horrible the next couple months because small businesses like like bars and restaurants that are forced to shut down because of um, the um, uh, governor's. Uh, um, I was going to say edicts, but that's that's not fair. That's wrong. That's the wrong word to use. The governor's orders to like you know shelter in place are causing bars and restaurants to shut down, and you know those are you know hourly employees. Most of most of them just just tips basically, and they get paid what two two bucks an hour to work as a waitress in a lot of places. But you know you make your money on tips. Like those people are fucked. Those people are completely fucked. And and you know Trump's Trump's response was like, hey, uh, I guess we're going to. Um, just cut the payroll tax, and that'll help everybody. It's like, well, if you're not getting a paycheck, how the fuck does that happen? Well, and, and that 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 just steals from Social Security. Yeah, again, more. Yeah. And the thing is, like, with you saying that, with you know, restaurants and whatnot, unemployment going up, going up right now, like that's not on him. But once all this is resolved, and those restaurants, bars, <laughs> other areas reopen. And employment starts skyrocketing. It's all going to be because of him. Oh, of course, of course. I try to point that out to everybody who like wants to like bitch at me about how uh, you know, the the comment is like, "Oh, you just think this is still Obama's economy?" It's like, no, no, no. Nobody said it was Obama's economy, but Donald it's not Trump now. didn't create. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but also Donald Trump didn't create this economy out of out of like thin air because if you like do a trend line for unemployment and the stock market they're all pretty straight lines until uh, now like john said yeah he, he honestly hasn't had that many economic policies that have done anything i mean he did have a a tax cut but it honestly unless you were rich didn't do much for you yeah. um Was it i mean he's, yeah, he's fiddled around with trade some but most of his trade policies have at anything cost uh, us money cost us money so yeah um yeah, I don't really know what he's done to make I, things yeah. so much better. The question I always want to ask, and, and you got, uh, I know John and, and is from West Virginia, and so is Shay and I, but like, you know, they talked about how like they would, uh, you know, free up these regulations on on um, companies, mainly coal companies, 
so they could really you know go and get it you know go go get at it you know and i just want to know like how many jobs are created for every stream you spoil with you know call well, ash well i will say in the past year there's been multiple times uh miners have had to go on go on strike because uh the coal companies are still going bankrupt oh yeah um yeah. Partly, but mostly because uh, it's kind of a dying industry. Yeah, it's like liberals aren't kicking the shit out of coal. Uh, fracking is, and I told I'd, Shay I'd go so far ago. to say it's called uh, market forces. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of like, you know, it, it and, might be capital. Are you suggesting that the free market is weeding out the less desirable product? I don't well, know. I want to know. No. I know. I want to know where it's written in the stock market that if. Your shit gets wrecked so many percent. You're allowed to stop. You're allowed to hit pause and try to, like, sort this shit out. Because, like, when the stock market takes a dive and it loses a certain percentage, I think it's, like, seven. Like, once it loses seven, they suspend trading. Yeah. And I was like, well, All I right. think the stock market needs to pull itself up by its bootstraps and well, not get that not get that latte on the way to work. Well, and, you know, maybe you, maybe you, take an internship to trade, trade some stocks. You could before. argue that maybe the whole stock market's bullshit because it's basically become a uh computerized yeah i don't well, know that's what they say they said that the it, algorithms drive these yeah crashes that's because what they, it's all about and well then turn that's how they the make that's how computer. they make their money yeah oh. they're, they're not that much smarter than the average human being they've they're faster they there are people that are and they, they were at up, one point yeah they set yeah. up the algorithms they have the computers the you know the do the micro transactions day to day to day to day um, well you know there's there's um um, uh, trading, uh, what do you call them? Stock houses, trading houses, trading for, I don't know what the fuck, I don't, I don't do this stuff, but there are, are boiler people rooms. who trade, huh? Boiler rooms. Yeah, basically, yeah. Boiler rooms, but, uh, they're, um, ethical boiler rooms where, um, they allow people to trade, uh, stock, uh, but to make it on an even playing field, they have several miles of fiber optic cable just sitting in a box. So, like, if you're going to trade remotely, like these algorithms that want to trade remotely, like whenever they see momentum shifting and then something clicks and and the uh, computer program says we're going to buy and sell, you know, 1,300 units of this in, in a millisecond, right? Well, these ethical trading houses will – they'll just have, like, there's the con- internet connection – it goes into this just box of fiber optic cable, just a big fucking spool of it, just to slow down the signal by, you know, you know, entropy, and then goes into their trading thing. So, like, whoever's trading remotely doesn't have any advantage to anybody who's trading, like, in real time. And I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. That's like a, a like an honest-to-God, like, I don't know, like, nuts-and-bolts solution to the problem of ethical trading. I was like, oh, I like that. I like that. I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. Um, I will say I still think it's fucking bullshit that in order to really do what makes to make any money on the stock market, which generally um, you have to like day trade, you have to have a shit ton of money to begin with to even yeah. be allowed to do that shit. That's why I did not stay up late or shed a tear for all the people who lost their asses in the stock market when it when it collapsed. So right, sorry, um, not going to uh, really um, worry about it. Um, <laughs> One of the things that I talked about, so we talked about unemployment numbers. Um, excuse me. Um, the one thing I wanted to bring up before we move on, and I burp 11 times, damn, is when I, um, you know, I said that when I uh, shared uh, the stock numbers that were, you know, actually just fucking the numbers for that day, 
I was uh, just lambasted for being against the dear leader. And I, uh, I have a, a quote here. It was a Facebook post I want to read you guys before we uh, take a break. Um, it's a... Um, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say who shared this, but I, I'm going to say who shared it originally. It's a guy named Patrick David Hamilton. Uh, Hampton, I'm sorry. Um, I was not able to see this post by the person who posted it because they have long since blocked me for all of my uh, liberal bullshit. But uh, it was nice. given to me by yeah, it was given to me by a friend of a friend. So um, so let me just read this. It's really, it's pretty short. Uh, we are living in the end times, but God in His infinite wisdom saw fit to raise up a little King Cyrus, uh, like a boy, to fight against uh, wickedness in the high places and bias time to. Uh, disciple and warn our family, uh, our family members. Only God would would move a man's heart to leave his wealth and take take a servant's position to protect his true church in America. Make no mistake, only the Spirit of God could do this. Now, in his uh, transitions into his second term, he will need more prayer. He will move from fighting Democrats to fighting Democrats is not capitalized from fighting globalist agenda fighting the globalist agenda to protect future generations. The scientists and gods of this world are now on deck to stop him. He will learn, he will lean, it says learn, he will lean on God to uh, God more for direction. He needs your prayer, you are a prayer. Um, God prepared him for this since he was a lad. He is our modern day Cyrus, Isaiah 45. Are they calling um, Trump like Jesus? Uh, they're calling him King Cyrus, so I'm going to share my screen real quick. What uh, does that even mean? Oh, never mind. It, It'll just make me mad. <clears throat> some religious bullshit. I mean, that's like some Westboro stuff. Yeah, it's pretty, and then it shows, bad. And then it shows a uh, picture of what appears to oh, be a wow. young Donald Trump. Um, so this is what you're dealing with. Like these people fucking think, first of all, I would like to say, I would like to say that, um, did I miss an an election? Did we have an election that I, I, I fucking missed? Because uh, he's not transitioning to second shit like right now. He's watching the world burn, but um, that could be a, a different thing. But it's, yeah, that, it's that's, sleeping through it apparently. Yeah, yeah, yes, taking taking little cat naps at offices to uh, not to, to that, that concerned. All right, guys. You guys want to take a boss for the cause and uh, sure. get some more beers and maybe use the bathroom if you. Yeah, need yeah, I'll make a cocktail. And then uh, we'll we'll be back in. Uh, We'll be back when we get back. Goddamn right. Uh, got just a couple of quick things to talk about, and then, uh, or that I have. Just, uh, I have a little quick rant, and then uh, fun stuff. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. You got the touch. You got the power. All right, everybody, we are back. We had a, a little pause with Goss. You probably heard some Transformer noises, which is what I'm going to use anytime we take a break from here on out. So uh, nice. get ready for that. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up that I haven't talked about yet is that um, in this social distancing world that we live in now, um, a lot of focus has been on, and you know, John, you even said it before, he's like, I needed a virtual happy hour. I, mean, I wanted to you know, talk to some of my buddies and have a couple cocktails, and a lot of people are doing that. Shay, you sent me a link earlier, I think this weekend. Yeah, yeah we've had busy. multiple ones of those. They got weird. So a lot of I, I saw your screenshot. That was, that was fucked up. Um, but uh, I would like to point out that 
uh, y'all are fucking stealing our shit, our, our stick here because we built a podcast around this <laughs> like two years ago where we just sit and talk to our friends and get drunk. So, you know, a little credit where credit's due, please. I, I'm not saying we invented the podcast, but I am saying we redefined the genre. Well, yeah. I, I did uh, find an article that was about the virtual happy hour, and that's the first thing I thought about was the Woods cast. Yeah, I, mean, I did on, sit, I did uh, tag Justin, I think, on or yep. something like that on Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Just, I mean, I'm not saying I want to be like you. Don't have to make a statue of Shay and I, but. Mm. Look what a glorious statue that would be. Yeah, it would be. It would, and we would be shirtless, perky nipples. It'd be great. Still no hair, just beard. Oh fuck no! Hair, Shay, hair is for ladies and chumps. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay. I I don't want to really dwell on this next point I had. I wrote it down because it, it's been bothering me. But um, and I think everybody in that's sitting and talking to me right now would agree with this. But um. So there's this, there's this, when, when the coronavirus thing happened and we learned, like we talked about before, like all the, the, um, servers, bartenders and servers and people who work, you know, uh, you know, nine to five wage jobs are going to get absolutely just decimated by this. Um, there are all these really like heartwarming and cute stories about like, um, uh, you know, like LeBron James said he would pay for all of the stadium staff's paychecks through, throughout the, the, you know, cause they canceled the season, uh, Zion Williams, Said he would pay for all the stadium worker salary, but like these guys are worth millions of dollars. So like, okay, great, I get it. Um, more local to where we all grew up, uh, Hillbilly Hot Dogs, which is a local, you know, giant yeah. hot dog uh, eatery. You know, it's a, a destination place. They said that they would say they would feed any kid who was going to miss a meal because schools had shut down. Like that's all great and that's all heartwarming, but it actually it just infuriates the shit out of me because they shouldn't have to do that. Like, mm. We shouldn't have to rely on the millionaire and billionaire class to feed our fucking kids when the slightest thing goes sideways, and you know we should have systems systems in place to feed the kids that need fed, and you know people who work their entire lives for a living, you know day in day out, should be able to be sick for two fucking weeks without being brought to the absolute brink of complete financial ruin and you know call it socialism call it the fuck you want i don't care but like taxpayer money should go to help these people and not fucking backstop the investor class because the the dow took a fucking nut punch like that's just it just bothers the shit out of me it's actually pretty oh go ahead i was just gonna say it's pretty interesting that there's not there's pretty much not a politician right now that's not for at least some kind of temporary Oh yeah, uh, yeah, universal income socialism. Yeah, um, so you know, a little bit of crisis, and suddenly everybody's a socialist. It's kind of yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If uh, if I end up getting a check for a few thousand dollars from from Donnie Moscow, all oh. I'm going to do is pay off my credit card with it. But uh, there's a there's a lot of Republicans be like, don't you cash that check from not my president? Like, I don't remember a Democrat at all saying he's not my you president. Know, well, I mean, I've, I don't, well, I don't say yeah, that. I've it. said it, but like, they but said that all the time about Obama. Yeah. Well, my thing is too, is it's like, I got a feeling that somehow in the long run, I'm going to pay for those checks anyway. So get the fuck out of here. But Justin, I was going to say, it's kind of neat. It's, you know, the tax rates on property and stuff here are higher. So they have a little, the, the Boulder County school system um, has, is, is pretty good. Excuse me. And now they have, my understanding is they have a couple of trucks to go to three different parks at various parts of the day and just 
they send out an email, hey, if you need food, we're going to be here, and they just fucking kids. give it to them, yeah, and it sucks because, like, just a few miles down the road at uh, the school where my roommate teaches at, uh, he'll, he'll bring Nutri-Grain bars to the kids in the morning because they haven't had a breakfast, and they, their parents won't sign the thing for free reduced lunch, so, like, it's so crazy how different it can be depending on where you're at. Yeah, here, here in Lexington, they're parking uh, school buses all over town um, right now to give both breakfast and lunch. Um, to kids who need it yeah and that's and and i love that to death but i hate the fact that um it's not just there right it wasn't yeah. like like the fact that that wasn't in the pipeline like always is just it just well, infuriates the fact children. that we we just take for granted that that's just what the school system was going to take care of right, with, right yeah i mean the, the numbers in new york i listened to i listened to um uh the major the majority report with sam cedar a lot and um, his 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 podcast in the last. I mean, they do a daily. What's well, eleven to two? Like they do a daily three hour radio show, and they're they're pretty. You know, they're pretty solid as far as. Like, you know what they're you know, doing is what you're saying. Yeah, center center left politics. They got a, they they got a crew. They got you know they they, they you know they got. They have somebody it's, producing it's, that shit. Fuck yeah, yeah. There's a producer. It's not just me hung over the next day cutting out you know the beginning nonsense and the end nonsense, but. uh because we literally don't edit this podcast. They remember at to all. record it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that <laughs> happened once. Eat, eat my ass. Um, um, but you know, um, no, like they're and but now it's just Sam Cedar sitting in like a room with a camera on him, and he's like, "I would love to play a video, but last time I hit the play button, it crashed my computer, so I'm not going to do that." You know, it's like like they're they're adjusting as well, and and he was it brings those people number... down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, common yeah, folk. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, it, there's only, like, I don't know, six or seven of them that, like, are constantly around when the show's on to, like, edit, you know, edit clips and pop in or whatever. But that's still too many people if you want to stamp down the, the spread of the coronavirus. And so he was talking about how in New York, they they, they, they record out of Brooklyn. He was talking about in New York, um, um, shit, shit, like, something like a hundred and something thousand kids in New York's public school systems are homeless. So when that school system shut down, like they knew that their their world was just turned inside out and upside down because not only were they not given the the two meals that they would get, at, but the stability and the the you know the the I don't say social backing seems like a dumb dumb phrase, but like the emotional and physical support of the teachers that that they interact with every day, and. You know, there was an article like, oh God, it was like 10 years ago where, and everybody was like, oh my God, this breaks my heart. But it's the reality of school teachers because we've pushed so much of what we consider the daily routine of a child onto the public school system that when it shuts down, we're, you know, we're left, you know, just, just slack jawed because, you know, the, the article that was shared several years ago was like, it was a school teacher and she said that she took the first like hour of every day to say, okay. Is anybody cold? Did anybody not come to school with a jacket? Is anybody cold? And she had jackets for the kids that were cold. And it's like, is anybody not have breakfast? And like, she would feed the kids who hadn't had breakfast. Anybody not brush their teeth this morning? And she had to. I mean, she was just literally like fucking parent rundown for an entire classroom every day. And then she's like, all right, everybody cool? Now we're going to learn. Yeah. And everybody just was like, oh my God. And they're just crying about it. But like, Shay and, Shay and I were both raised by two teachers. Like, they did this shit just reflexively. Well, dad, our dad got in trouble for paying off kids' uh, lunch bills. I remember that. He was like, "Fucking fire me!" Yeah, he'd go go to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, "This kid was hungry. He owed eight bucks. I paid I had him eight dollars in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Fuck you." 
Yeah. Well, like, Do you remember mm-hmm. when Dad got told his sad the salads he made on the lunch lawn were too big? Yeah. I mean, he's like, <laughs> okay. Like my dad our dad's response to a lot of this was, Fuck you, fire me. Yeah, fuck and you. Like, yeah, none of it stuck, so he retired, you know, well, as a, a full pension. Something to think about. Here in Kentucky, um, as Andy Bashir uh, became governor, his first budget proposal included pay raises for teachers, which that was something he ran on. That's probably why yeah. he won, was he had big support from a lot of teachers. Um, and then um, this whole COVID-19, uh, they happened to shut down the uh, Capitol because, you know, shouldn't be having people uh, congregating in a tight space. Um, so all the con- uh, Republican-controlled uh, Senate here in Kentucky basically wiped out the entire uh, pay raise that Bashir had proposed in his budget, and they pretty much gutted that whole thing. And knowing that the teachers suddenly cannot uh, – congregate in the capital and protest it as they have over the past couple of years um so way to go i just want to point that out since we're talking about teachers dicks yep yeah well speaking of dicks in kentucky um <laughs> saw that ron paul uh our buddy uh i'm sorry Rand Ram, paul yeah it's got the uh you know the corona yeah um, he's got he's got the virus i hate that for him which uh, Katie and I have been talking all evening about how it's bullshit because he supposedly has been asymptomatic and mm-hmm. still got a test. Oh, he still got a test, and after yeah. he was tested, he went and worked out in the Senate. Um, oh, he uh, gym. he infected everything he fucking could. Yeah, like the asshole that he is. Well, but he's a you know he's a libertarian, so I'm sure that once the market, uh, you know, <laughs> once market forces kick in, it'll probably knock his virus right out. So good luck to that, buddy prick yeah um okay so that's my rant there um fun stuff <laughs> what are we doing and and like usually it's just stuff like usually fun stuff is movies or video games that shay and i've been playing or watching excuse me we like to discuss recommend but now since everybody's you know basically quarantined to their own homes except for you know needed travel uh, like this store. actually takes on a, a little bit more of a deeper meaning because we need some shit to watch and some stuff to do. Um, first thing I got is Doom Eternal. Shay, you been playing this? No, I've never even played the. I'm actually a little over halfway through the Doom, the first one. Okay. I decided because I'm, I'm just not trying to spend sixty bucks on Doom Eternal just yet. But the first I, that was my thing was going to be is finally playing through that Doom game from 2016. Holy shit, that game is fun. And it is yeah. very thoroughly Doom. And it makes me very excited for the new one, which I'm told is a whole lot of fun. So, Doom... Um, so, you had the Doom franchise from the 90s, right? So you had yeah. Doom and Doom 2, and then you had the Doom 64 and all the other dumb shits. But Doom Doom 1 and Doom 2 were kind of like... That was 93, 95. You know, right at the, the, the perfect pinnacle of my video game playing and uh so we shared the shit out of that i saw the original doom discs once they're red and i don't know who the hell paid for them but i never did um we shared that game everywhere and so it takes just like a space marine who you know some dick shit opens a portal to hell and so this this one space marine decides you know doom guy Decides to uh, kill all the bad guys. So that's 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 your whole story for Doom One and Doom Two. That's more that's more of a story than I even realized that there was. The Rock, <laughs> the rock man. 
Yeah. I just thought it's like, Whoa, oh, you're in this. Talk, what was that? It's like 2009 movie? Oh, God. 2000. Hell, it was, it was earlier than that. It was like yeah. 2003, 2002, yeah, it was, 2003. Oh, it, was it was bad. I thought you were just shot shit. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> what it was. It was basically what it was. Anything that moves, um, you shoot. Right. There you go. But with the, like Shay was saying, the 2016 version was kind of a reboot of the whole franchise, and it takes the Doom guy and and, and transforms him into the Slayer. Doom Slayer! He's, yeah, he's the Doom Slayer. He's this ancient agent of a higher power. It's not even really discussed in the first game, like, who he works for, but they just know that he's ancient, he's been kicking ass in hell for, for you know, several millennia or whatever, and... The, finally, the agents of hell were able to trap him in a sub- sarcophagus, and that's how the game opens up. Like, he wakes up out of like some kind of trance, and he looks to his left, and there's this like sarcophagus that they open, and then there's his armor, and then he puts it on, and then he just shoots shit. Like, it's so much fun. But the the new games are more run and gun. Like, you literally can't stand still. If you stand still, you're gonna get fucked. So <laughs> they're fun. It's uh, I recommend Shay as soon as you finish this one. Uh, I'm sure Doom Eternal will be a little bit less money. Yeah, well, I'm almost that. through. It's not the first. The first one's not a long game. Like if you're like me, because yeah, I'm, I'm not paying. I'm not playing it to find all the secrets and shit. I'm not like a Doom nut. I just want to play through it so I can play the second yeah. one. Um, yeah. After I beat that, I'm probably good because I've got I. What I've done with this time is I've got a list of games which are Doom, the remake of Resident Evil Two. Amazing. Uh, it is really good. I'm 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 like, like four hours into it or something. Um, and then uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Horizon Zero Dawn. So, like, Resident especially Evil those last two, about the- yeah, those last two were big, big, big ass. Although I'm about halfway through Red Dead 2. I picked that up last night and started playing it again and was just shocked by how much detail there is in that game. It's really great, but that fucking Doom game is just too much fun. Like, and honestly, Justin, Doom 64 is one of the unsung heroes of the Doom franchise. Like, it's, it's, it is, it is, re- it's a direct sequel to Doom 2. And it, it, like, was the first Doom game to, like, really shift the paradigm on graphics and what they could do with it. Yeah. It was really – it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a little bit jarring. Yeah. And it, they, yeah it's they, hard, the it's gra- a lot harder. The graphic style is a little weird because they, they – they, because the whole point with that was is it was the first and only exclusive console Doom. And it was yeah. – so they wanted it to stand out. And you get you can buy it now for, like, five bucks on PC. And it's it's pretty fucking fun. Um, well, it comes with it comes with a copy of Doom Eternal. If you pre-ordered it, Yeah. Which I didn't. I don't. Pre, I don't pre-order games. But I was going to ask: is, is Doom? Is it? Uh, is it tied to a platform now, or is it cross? Is it a? Uh, it's cross. No, it's everything. Okay. Yeah, it's on everything. It. It's software was the original developer, so I think. They but it's it still. Well, it's still it's software. It's published by Bethesda. Bethesda bottom. That's yeah. yeah. So I'm just glad it's not like Doom Three, which was not nearly as fun as it should have been. That was more. Yeah. That was more of a horror game. It's fine for what it was, but. Oh yeah, it was fun. I I played Doom Three on a PC and I was like, eh, this kind of sucks. And then I found a copy like dirt cheap for Xbox and I played it on Xbox. I was like, okay, maybe it's just the difference in the mechanics. Like, it was super fun. Um, I'm pretty sure the later versions of that on consoles ha- were the versions that there were a bunch of mods that came in for the uh, a PC version, like being able to have a flashlight mounted on your gun so it wasn't a flashlight or a gun choice, which is stupid. Oh, okay. In that, and in the console versions had those features that, like, they mo- got modded in, and I can't remember how it worked, but it ended up being a pretty fun game. It's just, it's not Doom. It's a very slow-paced... Mm, um, no, you're right, it's a horror. Very plotting. Which brings me to what Gatlin was just saying. So Gatlin's been enjoying the new uh, Resident Evil remakes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Resident Evil 2, I guess it came out 
a while ago. Around this time last year. Yeah, it's been about a year. No, Isla had just been born, and I guess it was a week after she was born. I would be like, well, Katie, I'll I'll get up and uh, sit with the baby while you get some rest. And she didn't realize that that was just me going downstairs, laying Isla on my chest while I play Resident Evil 2 for There is nothing wrong with hours. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a pro dad move right there. Yeah, when they're, yeah. When, when they're at that early age, you can just prop them at the right angle or what have you, then you can totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get four or five hours uninterrupted RE2. My, uh, yeah. I, I like those games, but I was never as into Mache. Oh, so like, that shit oh, goes okay. back way for me. So my, the thing with Resident Evil was I remember, um, because when I was really little, you gave me a copy of Alone in the Dark on PC. Yes. Oh, man. Played through that, and that was the game that inspired the dude that directed and created the first Resident Evil. So I remember when Resident Evil 1 came out, I was just like, holy shit, this is just Alone in the Dark. This is so dope. Because I was so, yeah, yeah, I was so obsessed with zombies and all that shit already and horror movies and things. Always like Justin giving me horror movies to watch when mom wasn't around. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll never forget the nightmares I got from Jason Takes Manhattan, which is hilarious because it's one of the worst ones. But anyway, (laughs) um, watch that now. And he punches that guy's head off. It's great. But anyway, I remember that. And like when I never had a PlayStation and then Resident Evil 2 came out. So a buddy of mine who didn't have a 64, we swapped for like two months. And I played through all, I played through Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And uh, he played through like Ocarina of Time and something else. And I fucking love those games. And I think, I think 2 is my favorite. I think that's my what, favorite one. One of the things that always surprises me, and it happens again and again, is Shay and I are five years apart. There are so many games that like games or like shows or um, comics, not so much because I'm more in a comic in shape, but like, there's so many things that like, I was either like a little bit too old or, and Shay was just at the right age. Like, like doom was like my jam because I was at the right age when doom came out. Whereas I was like kind of into a different type of game when resident evil came out. And that was like completely Shay's jam. Like it's funny to like watch this, the progression through different games. Like how many things are like, for me, it was like, eh. like, see, like for me, Transformers was the shit, but Shay was like, yeah, it's cool. But like Power Rangers was Shay's shit because it was just, just enough down the pipeline that Shay was old enough to, and, and yeah. I was like, hey, cool. Like you got robots, you can put them together in a Megazord and, you know, it kind of looks kind of clunky, but that's oh, still fun. You know, whatever. But Shay, that was Shay's shit. Like oh. it was, the, the five was years difference Rangers. is, is yeah. See, and, 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 and you're, I'm you 33. Closer. I'm 34. Yeah. She, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, you and Shay are close together. So it's it's so funny how like just that that five year difference can like really affect what just fucking makes your 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 dick hard as a little kid. What are we doing here? I'm just showing him what sits now. Oh, I got yeah, all this power stuff here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy. Yeah. So okay, so that's cool. Everybody should you know buy some video games, play them. Um, uh, anybody else watching Picard except me? I, now that it's like almost over, I think like either later tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to sign up for the trial or maybe just share it from the internet. But, um, yeah. and finally, I just, Find I it. know I'm going to watch, I know I'm going to like it. So I wanted to be able to slam as much of it as possible. And if you don't ever watch the first episode, it's very easy to ignore it. So like, I haven't, I haven't watched any of it yet. Like if I had watched the first couple episodes, I would have to finish it as it aired. But, oh, so I'm just so I'm just I'm just able to be like I don't care I'll wait till it's done and then I'm gonna slam all ten or eleven episodes or whatever. I heard no, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. I was uh, um, Gatlin 
John, you guys paying attention to this? Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know if you guys are big trekkies. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't have CBS All Access. So. Yeah. And neither do I. I like, gonna, I'm not I like the movies. Stuff. I've never really gotten into the shows. Oh, I kind of want to, but I'm just terrible at uh, watching television in general. Granted, I have watched more stuff in the past week than probably the last six months. Star Trek is now yeah. my comfort show. Like It's kind of like it's up there with Seinfeld and uh, not so much the first series, the original one, but Next Gen, Voyager, and DS9, I've seen start to finish so many times via reruns or streaming services that like i'll i'll say okay it's that time of year and i just put on ds9 episode one i hit go and that's the only thing that plays in the background of my life for like a month and a half but i don't even watch half of them except oh it's the part that you know but um that's me in a uh, law and or criminal ah, criminal intent i've seen all of them so many times i just you know just turn around and look at the good parts yeah um John, you might actually like Picard more than you think because Picard, the the entire premise of Picard, comes after the last movie, uh, Nemesis, where okay. you know Data, Data sacrifice, sacrifices himself for Picard, and the overall th- thing about Picard is it's all about synthetics, like that's the driving plot narrative, and so like, like I remember watching that movie, and I was like, yeah, okay, it was kind of a one-off, whatever. But then this whole series is basically based off the repercussions of that one movie. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, is this, no, it's great. Is this based off of, like, robots or droids? I know not droids because it's not Star Wars, but, like, robots becoming, like, self-aware and shit like that. Data specifically. They, they, yeah. Yeah, okay. they mess with that. They mess with data and, like... I think I heard some. Okay. I, I listened to another podcast or something like that, and they were kind of talking about that. Yeah. It, it, it all has to do with what the, the Federation deems synthetics... And whether or not they allow them to be around anymore and shit like that. Don't it's, they it's, become it's, aware it's, and like become like they unionize or some shit? No, no, no. Okay, no. The podcast, I, happens, the, the podcast I listened to, they kind of made it like they turned into like a fucking robot union. No, it's way it's way more complicated than that, but it's it's super fun and it brings back a lot of people from next generation. So like you know, it's it's just fun. It's a fun show. Um, ever I I personally was worried that um. Patrick Stewart was too old to do it because in the show they talk about how he's like 98. But yeah, it's in a world where, you know, if you have anything wrong with him, you can, of course, like transport out of you. Like, you know, you know, I mean, Picard has had a um, a metal heart for God, the entire Next Generation series. Uh, Since he was uh, much, much before the series, yeah. Yeah. I told Shay, and I think the last time we talked, like, um, there's a really fun episode. This isn't a spoiler at all, but like, there's a really fun episode where like a woman points a bow and arrow at him and he's like and she points it at his chest and he's like nah, that's not how to work you gotta go up here and, he, and she's like what he's like yeah, my heart's pure deuterium or whatever you know some made up material he's like that's not gonna work you're not gonna do anything over here you gotta go up here and she's like okay but uh no it's a fun show uh find it on the interwebs if you can you can download it whatever it's 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 good stuff um the other thing i would recommend um since we were talking about video games Castlevania, uh, the anime on Netflix, is solid. I finished the third season. It's super fun. After I watch it, the only thing I want to do is play like the original NES Castlevania games. Mm. So, man, you know, I always go back and play that. I love the original one. Um, but honestly, my two favorite, the ones I've played the most, are the first one and then Symphony of the Night. So, like, Symphony of the Night's a masterpiece. It's so good. Like, 
if that's the only like and what's fun about that is all the ones that came out on it's shame they never came out on later uh ones but they're uh like other consoles but there's a whole series of ds games that are based off mm. of that symphony of the night formula and it's really cool because because it has a touch screen like when you go to use a big spell you actually have to trace the sigil on the screen um but they just take symphony of the night and just blow it up much bigger but they're still not nearly as fun yeah i, I like i don't know i'm i'm the oddball Castlevania 2 is my favorite. Simon's Quest, Simon's really? Quest, yeah. yeah, I love it. Love it. I love all those ones on the Super Nintendo, Dracula X and Super Castlevania. Oh, yeah, they're, those they're, are fucking, they're, they're all great. But... They're great until you get to N64 when that, that one. The, the, those it, are okay, terrible. so that game's not great, but I, I have a lot of fond memories of it because I played it when I was young enough to not be as critical as I am now. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I have a lot of very vivid memories of that game. But I've gone back and watched playthroughs of it, and I'm like, man, that is garbage. It, it didn't review yeah. well when it came out either. I just liked no. it. But the uh, Netflix anime, it's also fun. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it really hits that. Uh, if you played that game when you were younger or like had an older brother that had the NES or played played any of the original ones, it really hits that vibe. It's fun. It's, uh, you know, it's just, it's it's like, oh, it's just wallowing in, um, you know, uh, nostalgia. Um. Better Call Saul's kicking ass. I have still never watched fans that. Here. Um, Anybody it's on my list. Yeah. Breaking, uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I'm, I've I'm I'm through all seasons, and then I might be I might be an episode or two behind, like real time. But I'm on I am on the last season. I'm still trying to work my way from season one of Breaking yeah, I was Bad. I was gonna say I saw Gatlin shake his head. What's going on there? I'm surprised that would happen. If, if I lived, I, if I went through, if I've been through Breaking Bad, surely you could have been. I watched the first, like the first season live of Breaking Bad in this house that I'm in right now, and then moved back like to my hometown, and then when season two started, I just kind of forgot about it, and then you know life happened, and never got back around to finishing breaking bad so the last thing i remember is a plane flying over and crashing well i i guess i'm going to tell you what my brother has told my wife several times when or actually one uh, once when she start when we started the lord of the rings oh i envy you because you get to watch that all uh, first. I know that's I. It is a slow burn of a show, but I remember yeah. from go, from go, I was into it and I fucking loved it. And uh, it's one of the few shows that I've watched and really been invested in, where I was one hundred percent satisfied with the ending. Yeah. I, and I, oh, I didn't yeah. watch yeah, the yeah. movie about Jesse. I heard it was all right. Um, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I've, inten- I've, I've intended on going back all the way through before watching the movie. It's a, it's a little harder to do because it is it is really a show best enjoyed your first time through. Yeah, I, and I, I kind of noticed a, that it's a slow fucking burn. It's good, oh, you're, but it's yeah. I'm probably yeah. I probably I probably watched like six maybe six episodes back through the first season, and I was like. I just remember thinking, man, I really thought this was really awesome. Not to say it isn't, but it really does go along a lot slower than yes. I remember it being. I'll just go ahead and tell you. I mean, when life happens, you just end up watching The Office four yeah. four times in a row <laughs> in one year. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been I, there. 
uh earlier this week we ended up watching the first like five episodes like parking parks and rec just on the whim for no reason at all just i mean that's the thing the office is on on mondays tuesdays and thursdays on comedy central and i guarantee every single day when i get off work that's what katie and i are doing till we go to bed i could there's a lot worse things you could watch speaking of falling back in that thing that feels comfortable Rachel and I have watched The Mandalorian at least two times. I watched the I first not, episode I've never finished last it. night. Yeah, I still have I, to watch the last two episodes. Yeah, I think I'm last two episodes as well. I, I watched that. I would love to have John and uh, you know Shay. Shay's usually on here with me, but John, I'd love to have you back on after you have watched this last two episodes because that that's actually our go-to when Rachel and I are a little bit tipsy and well, whatever movie or whatever ends, we want we've got two thirds of a drink. You watched the last episode of Mandalorian. Well, we just, we literally just got Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And before all this COVID 19 was going on, like, decided to go ahead, drop our DirecTV, drop Netflix. We still have Netflix and DirecTV till the end of the month, but started, you know, busting into the whole Disney Plus aspect of it. I'm yeah. still wondering if ESPN Plus is going to give me a discount because of the fact that there's nothing going on right I, now. I I dropped it, the ESPN part, just because I usually do that uh, seasonally. Because the Cubs sucks. <laughs> the Cubs aren't going to be on ESPN Plus anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, no, you usually drop it when the Cubs are, you know, limited. They don't show like... it. They don't show extra MLB games <laughs> on ESPN Plus. Thank you very much. That's like... what ML... I, I have dropped money on MLB TV. That's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah um but like i mean we we've kind of or i've at least taken you know the best that i can out of disney plus so far and watched mandalorian the first episode last night i've watched all the marvel movies you know for the umpteenth time already and watched uh kid you not watched aladdin yesterday the live action one let me tell you something about that movie. I loved it. Well, first of all, see see a doctor. Your opinion's fucking broken. Um, I, I, I but here's the thing: that movie is very clearly made by people who cared about what they were doing, and I actually do enjoy it. But Will Smith is awful because he, oh, he, he cannot sing. It, it, He's terrible. That, that he, part. Wait, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Stop, that, stop. That stop. part was. Bad. Are you telling me that Will? Will Smith sings. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He, he sings. The, the, same, the same numbers that you remember from the animated movie, like when he first, when he originally finds the genie and there's the, you ain't never had a friend like me, he sings it and it's awful. Um, when it's just Will Smith. part of me yeah, just died. It's not good. But like everything else of that is, is fine. Like it's a, yeah. I can see why kids would like it. I think Mulan might actually be decent. Cause like, oh, that looks badass. Most, most of these live action Disney badass. movies. Um, haven't been that great, but they've got to hit one. And Mulan is one that's like kind of right in that realm where it doesn't need to be an animated movie. It just was, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not a fantastic movie that needs to be animated. So like, if you do a live action version, it'll translate really well. So and I'm not know, even, I'm it. not even sure. I think I heard at one point and I could be wrong, but I don't think they're going to do music in the Mulan. I, I think that's right. Um, and honestly, I'm okay with that because the music doesn't always translate to live action as well. It's not. I think it's going to be more of an actual interpretation of what Mulan was. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'll tell you what I watched the other day that I for there's a whole bunch of really great 
um, animated films from the early 2000s, Titan AE, Emperor's New Groove, Treasure Planet, Road to El Dorado. Um, I love Road uh, to El Dorado. Atlantis. Uh, they're all that are all like way better than I remember, and I've been going back and watching those. Um, but I watched Emperor's New Groove the other day. That movie is fucking incredible. It's amazing. Uh, Pat- Patrick Warburton as Crunk is one of the best, and it, or what it is one of the best casting decisions in any movie they've ever done. It was so solid. But he he's the best casting decision in anything that he's pretty in. much. Yeah. Fucking putty. I was, well, see, I can't believe that they would let. Will, Will, Will Smith sing. Because I Does he I rap at it all? At he least. does. That, a little let bit. him rap. There you go. Let him rap. Uh you never met a friend like me or something like that. Yeah. But I, I was actually blindsided by because when Frozen was released, Shay and I watched it with our, our, our very young cousins at the time at the beach. I thought it was a great movie. I was about to say, if you say anything bad no, about no, that no, movie, no. Was, I was gonna it was amazing. climb it was through like, this I mean, like, screen and just Yeah, no, it was I'm, I'm actually glad my son has no interest in it. He's watching. Oh my god, it's one of the best. We actually ones, own it. We we actually owned it. I think uh, Katie yeah. bought it on like Prime before Disney Plus came along. That he, Moana no, are two of the best movies ever. He has no oh care my for god, Moana is fantastic. Yeah, but I watched it thinking, fully believing that Kristen Bell did not sing the singing parts. Because I can't imagine that, like, because you hear all these people that are like a triple threat. They're singer, dancer, actor, blah, 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 blah. You know, they do, they do one fucking commercial. They direct one commercial, now they're a director. And I was like, how in the fuck is Disney going to put all this behind Kristen Bell? Because if she could sing that goddamn well, she would have an album. Yeah. Out, you know? And then I just found out, like, like, I would say a year after the movie was released, and I'd seen it, that she sang all those parts of all those songs that were just face fucking me for the last year, oh, she's amazing. I was like, I I, I, I was floored for the first time in forever. I was like, holy shit! Like so many actors and actresses call themselves a triple threat because they can do all this, and you know we all know that Neil Patrick Harris can do it because he's goddamn amazing. But like the fact that she like I thought that they just brought in an opera singer to sing the singing parts, and she was, and I was I was floored. I was floored. I, I can't believe they let fucking uh, I, you know, Will Smith sing I'm going to drink tonight just because of yeah, that. It was, I was going to drink regardless. It was pretty bad. That's going to make me drink. I wasn't ice. prepared for tonight's movie talk. I cannot believe that these are the movies yeah. we're discussing. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. We can, yeah. I mean, we can talk about I watched Contagion movies. for this. Dude. Yeah. Um, di- All right. Well, actually. Go watch The Lodge. That shit's fucked up. It's great. That's good, too. Um, I have two movies that I would like to recommend, and then we'll sign off here because we've been going for what about two hours now. You, we've not even gotten into the most fun stuff. Yeah, I'm. I just say keep going. NFL Whatever. free agency, man. <laughs> oh, fuck Tom Brady. Jay's yeah, eyes we, just glazed over. He's like, well, good night. We, he's going. He's going to. Uh, he's going to Florida so he can retire. Yeah, we we signed a geriatric quarterback, man. And you're so he excited has, about it. I'm so excited he because he can see better than the last quarterback we had. Um, All right. Well, before we sign off and let uh, – I mean, this is something you guys could talk about on your podcast, Dads on Dads on Dads. I I, I tried to get uh, – a while back, and he's like – he didn't even respond for like 24 hours. Because I was yeah. being a dad and asleep at 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. so somebody has one kid and just falls asleep. She's a terrible. Try two out, of them, huh? Try two other, of them. We're trying to out dad each other. No, I definitely won't do that. Gatlin's trying. Yeah. Gatlin's trying to catch up. 
So anyway, before we before we close up, one of the other things that's been going out with the uh, or going on with the coronavirus is that a lot of these movies uh, that are in theaters are getting wrecked because a lot of movie theaters are closing down. Like the one near us is shut down until yeah. I think April fifteenth. Yeah, I'm I, yeah, I'm sad. So so. Yeah, I get it. Rachel but I'm and I sad. love to go to movies. Yeah. We love to like. There's a TGF Fridays literally across the like. We got to walk across the hallway from the TGF Fridays. Did we have a very theater. similar situation with the Fuzzies Tacos? Oh, I would love. To, I will, we will hit that up on our next yeah. time I visit. But um, so a lot of um, movies are being postponed and or released on demand, and um, especially the ones that are out right now that are kind of kind of kind of floundering because of the the you know. COVID-19 problems, but the two of them that I know of that I've seen that I can recommend uh, to you guys and anybody listening is um, The Invisible Man and The Hunt. So those are two movies that are out in theaters right now, then all the movie theaters shut down, so they were released on demand. I believe it's uh, Amazon On Demand. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen suggestions for them. The Hunt hunt is supposed to be good. I want to see the... I, I have a weird thing for an Invisible Man stories. Like, I love all the silly tropes of, like, you can't find the villain until they have a struggle in the pantry and she hits him with a bag of flour or he runs through right, wet right, paint right. or a steamy room or wh- whatever works. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love so that that's, shit. That's, so Rachel and I, I were I can't help 100%. but think about Kevin Bacon right now. Yeah, Sorry. No, you can't because that was also a fun movie. As I, love, well. I love Hollow Man. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Invisible Man... Rachel and I were on board because we are down with the um, we're huge fans of um, Handmaid's Tale and the lead actress I can't remember her name off the top of my head I could google it real quick but she is the main character of um, the uh, Handmaid's Tale and the Invisible Man and what Shay is talking about is true Uh, there's a lot of um, towards the end of the movie, like I'm gonna throw some water on this guy, or he's gonna walk in the rain, or you know, like I, uh, the invisible man will will have a physical thing on him that will uh, make him visible to us. But of course, most of the movie is everybody talking about her like she's insane because she is seeing things that aren't there. You know, that that's most of the movie. You know, you got to talk about the crazy lady who's seeing an invisible man who was her ex boyfriend or whatever. So that movie. Solid, really great, good, good, solid twist ending that I think everybody would like. So uh, throw them the what is it, seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, whatever it is. Just throw that at them, you'll enjoy it, guarantee you. The one uh, I would, I would, I would give two big thumbs up. And Shay already mentioned it, is the hunt. It is hilariously fun. Um, the it's like nonstop action. Like that movie just starts and like tells you to catch up, and. Um, I know it got traction. I got some some. I don't want to say traction. We got some internet heat a while ago because it was all about the uh, you know the elites hunting the deplorables. But if you watch it, it makes just as much fun of the politically correct uh, you know elites as it does the deplorables. And there's a lot of just solid ass action. Well, is it so now? How do you watch it? Because I, I, if I have to pay like twenty dollars to do it, I'm not going to do it. But no, it's like it's like nine. Bucks. Ah, it's fine. Yeah, it's like nine bucks. And and Rachel and I were talking because other movies are looking at this. Like, um, I think Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. There's a, a currently a discussion whether or not it's just going to be released. There's talks that this might be the end of the movie theater as we know. Nah, it. it's. It, they'll come back because people there's a whole industry around i i don't think so yeah they'll be fine 
There'll be there may be but, less movie like, theaters, but maybe for this, maybe for the rest of this year, it's all on <laughs> demand. And like, if movies like, um, uh, well, they already um, like Rachel and I bought tickets for the Quiet Place too. Oh, I want to watch. Is that are they doing a, a streaming release of that anywhere? Well, they just postponed it because they know nobody's going to go see it. Um, because it was supposed to, it was supposed to premiere. Um, I was going like to do the double feature, Quiet Place and Two. It was like twenty bucks. Right. And you got to see them both back to back. I fucking yeah. love that movie. There are not enough that good creature great. features anymore. Uh, I have, I have a very personal story about Quiet Place One. I carry a flask into every movie I go to. It's just a thing I do. And I can I confirm. Quiet, yeah, I, I walked into Quiet Place One, and that movie started, and I was really. I usually wait till the movie starts because usually the lights go down. I can pull out my very shiny flask, pour it in my drink. I was very, I really underestimated how quiet that movie was. Yes. So that movie starts and it's fucking dead silence. And here I am in the back of a theater just going, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> you could hear that. You could hear that through the entire goddamn theater. And Rachel's just sitting beside me, just glaring at me. I was like, my bad. I'm still going to drink it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, uh, this is gonna happen. But um, no, that movie was postponed because it was supposed to. Um, it was supposed to premiere like mid March eighth. No, no, it was like March or something. No, I don't think it. No, was it? Maybe March seventh. Yeah. No, I don't think it was that. I think early. it was. Okay. It doesn't matter anyway. But well, but they knew they weren't gonna get the money they wanted to because they knew it would be a blockbuster when it came out because the first one was so good and everybody liked it. You know, it was you know. So now everything's going to you know digital and and i guess that's going to be the thing but i mean i will personally buy i mean i uh, rachel and i were talking about it like what what's what do you guys think is the difference like when i go to a movie theater with rachel we're both spending eight bucks so oh hell dude the cheapest i can get a movie theater here is like 12 that's matinee okay, well, yeah, yeah but but we're both spending yeah but if we rented it if we do on demand home that's only the the 10 bucks period so like do you think that they would sell more on demand to make up for the fact that when you go with your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever? You, you well, here's the thing. Tickets? It doesn't. I don't know. I don't know, well, I don't know but, the market that well. Well, it, it's, it depends on what you're talking about. So a lot of where the a lot of what the movie studios make money off of is it, it it's the fees, the theaters. It's the, stuff. No, that the theater makes money on the concessions. The movie studios make money on the fees the theaters pay to play the movies um mm -hmm. like and then there's also a percentage cut of the ticket sales but if you're gonna say like I, I i could easily see it being really profitable for him so instead of it like if i'm paying 10 bucks directly to you know warner brothers or disney or whatever to watch their movie on their service that's 100 percent profit for them there's no there's yeah. no one taking a cut of that and i would gladly pay like wonder woman comes out i pay ten dollars to watch it in my own home i've got a surround sound system and a nice tv i'm all about it yeah. you know um I can see that. But I, I'm like you. I like the experience. It's a thing for me. Like, if I go to the movies, it's like oh, an it's evening. A, it's an I go, event. I go to the, we go, we have some beers at home. We go to Fuzzies. We have some shots. We have some stuff there. We go to the theater. By the end of the whole thing, I'm barely able to drive home. So uh, it's like a good thing. I love that shit. That's how you do it. But, uh, you know, I get popcorn, it. Some bunch of crunch. I, nah, I don't buy snacks. I, I usually eat dinner before the movie. And then how I go dare there, you? Eh. I'm not paying some dildo eight dollars for some fucking snow caps. Fuck off with that shit. Um, I I I'm with Shay. We we like we just we hit up TGI. Fridays. I have like a case of D and some wings, brother. Yeah, every bartender at TGI Fridays knows Rachel and I by our first name. Same thing with fuzzies, oh, man. man. 
Dustin moved, moved out of town, and then the TGI Fridays here had to close because he was the business. That is like a f- <laughs> valid statement. Yeah, it closed within three months of them moving. That's it was, great. That it was every Sunday. He basically drank, you know, half a keg of, you know, Miller Lite or whatever he was drinking. And Like, Roosters will close was, if Ben ever moves. That's true. That is probably a direct fact. There was one instance I was at uh, that uh, TGI Fridays at the uh, um, Fayette Mall, and I was like, it's just, you know, everybody has that day. You guys know this, where you're like, you order a beer and like you put it up to your lips and it's just like the best beer you've ever had. It just like, just seems to fall down. You don't even have to try to drink. It just falls down your throat and your belly. And I just sat there and I had, I had four Brutuses and I was feeling pretty good. And then the bartender changed shifts. And so the bartender was like walking away and the next one came in and the next one's like, Hey man, you want another beer? And I literally thought about, it. I was like, man, I've had like eight beers. This is not, I've brought, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Like, I'm not driving. I'm just walking across the parking lot, right? And uh, I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'll have another one. And then the bartender who was walking out, like, stopped and looked back. And you could literally see the, the thought of, should I tell him how much that guy's had to drink? Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. He didn't get paid yeah. enough for that. Yeah, well, you and I aren't like difficult drunks either. Like, no, no. I was. I was like, we're just shooting shit. It's it's. Well, that movie yeah. theater now has its own bar. A lot of them do. Yeah. Which is the best charge... thing ever. Here, I Whatever. can get a tall My flask. Is cheap. Well, yeah. Usually, I'll, if I well, I'll either do one of two things. Mm-hmm. I'll bring a flask, and uh, I'll drink from that. But I also will. I'll, I'll get like a single beer and have like a flask of whiskey. So I get a. The theater here is not too bad. For nine dollars, you get a twenty-two ounce amber. Yeah. So that's not bad. That's and then I can chase. That's Yeah. That's to. and then I'll just chase whiskey shots while I'm drinking it with my beer. And when we when we saw Endgame, we were fucking rowdy. Like we had to get Uber. Everyone took Ubers home from Endgame. It was very emotional for us. <laughs> well, I'll tell I'll tell one story. Like Rachel's Rachel's. Uh, that's what Rachel does. She has a small flask of uh, something like vodka or, or um, some fireball. But she likes to get a big beer walking in. She drinks the beer, then she drinks the the, the, um, the flask. But uh, just, to, just to cap this off, to, to follow up, you know, when we saw the first, um, the first of three, I don't know why they made three movies of The Hobbit, but they did. When we saw the first Hobbit movie, we all drank the house. I know why. It makes me Lex- angry, but anyway. I know. We, we all Studio made him do it, but go ahead. Yeah, so so we we uh, drank at our house for a while, drank off the keg for a while, then we got an Uber to the uh, Cinemark over there and and at the Fayette Mall, and we took oh god, I I want to say we had like a dozen beers in the car that we were just drinking beer, and we walked into that place just you know a twelve pack deep, and we we're all sitting there, we were like pretty close to the front of the screen, the lights were still on, and we were all real drunk. And Rachel opened a beer and sprayed that motherfucker all over the lady beside her. Like, just, just fucking opened it right in her face, basically. And I was like, man, I think my wife might get uh, fucking kicked out of The Hobbit. And then I opened my beer, and it sprayed even more all over me. And But the person beside me, I knew at least. So I was like, oh, fuck. You know, so that's what you get when you, like, juggle beers into the... Yeah, it was... It was we were fucked. We, we had a good time, though. I almost got into a fight in the lobby after Iron Man 2. <laughs> uh, because I, my friends and I were all hammered drunk, and uh, the movie sucks, so we spent a lot of time making fun of it. It was a midnight show. You didn't like Iron Man 2? 
So it was a pretty no. So it was a pretty uh pretty uh, the Iron Man the Iron Man uh movies are pretty much my favorite. Uh the second one is pretty meh. The third one's pretty meh. They're okay. Dude, Mickey um, Rourke? Uh yeah, that's the point. They they underutilized the shit out of him. But uh Whip Whip Yeah, he was great, but they, he's about. barely in it. But uh and I, the guy, like, as soon as we came out of the theater, this this dude that was in the row behind us, I mean, he was just as drunk as we were. It was real stupid, obviously. Uh, but he just was like, you talk too much, and pushed me. And I, like, fell over into the um, snack stand, and we just turned around and started going at it. And then my buddy Randy, who was the manager of the theater, the Tommy, he's like, I heard there's a fire. Oh, come on, Woods. What do you forget the fuck out of here? <laughs> he was so pissed. He was like, he was like, kind of, he told me, he's like, yeah, dude, I was kind of excited. I was like, that's pretty exciting. But then I walk out there and see it's your stupid ass getting into a fight about Iron Man. I was just mad. Let's get the fuck out of here. Please tell me that the guy that came up to you and said, you talk too much, did it in Whiplash's voice. Uh, no, he just pushed me and wanted to fight. But then, like, it was you one of those things. You talk too much. Burn. I want my bud. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, he he had a lot of friends, but like I had more friends. So like, when the groups coalesced, it kind of de-escalated really quickly because he real they realized it would have been like three on six or something. So, <laughs> oh, that was rowdy. That was fun. That was the last time I almost I got into like an altercation in public. Um, and I'm just glad it was during an Iron Man movie. Yeah. Well. That's well, something in West Virginia story. for you, man. If you're going to get in a fight after a movie anywhere, it's in that fucking town. Uh, at like 2.33 in the morning, yeah. One for me, bud. Yeah. All right, guys. I guess that's a good place to wrap this up because my brother can't be uh, trusted to be, uh, you know, intoxicated in public. Shut up. We're so, not in public whatever. right now. Yeah, dude, I'd be a strong yeah, Nobody Nobody's is. allowed in public yeah, right now, right? So um, we hope you enjoy this podcast. We enjoy the absolute shit out of doing it got to have a little uh little bit of um online happy hour with some some friends we don't get to talk to a lot and i really appreciate john and Catlin coming on Enjoyed sure, it. thanks for having us yep yeah and uh so you can um of course find us you should be able to find us wherever you find your podcasts um you can hit us up at um we're on oh shit uh, soundcloud um soundcloud um itunes and google play and you can hit us up on the Twitters and the Facebooks. They're both uh, it's at Woodscast1776. You got a question, comment, something you think we should talk about, um, we will nail it. Uh, it's the Woodscast1776 at gmail.com. Gallon, good to talk to you. Uh, as you as well. John, thanks for coming on. Until next time. And Shay, uh, nobody likes That's you. Fine. Oh. Yeah. Now remember what uh, Captain Hydra says. Seize the means of production. Seize the means of production.